Hello, everybody. Welcome to our second episode of uh, Lori Time. Thank you for joining us. If you really fell in love with our voices in the first one, you're welcome. Um, I am once again joined by my somewhat reluctant co-host, Zach. How's it going, folks? Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the second episode of Star Wars. So the second episode for our second episode, which is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, yes, which sir. I know a lot of people have a great deep love of. Oh, oh, let me tell you, it is it is by far my favorite Star Wars film. Um, it is has the best dialogue. I w- it's the most quotable for the wrong reasons. Yeah, easily. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about episode two, and this is really where for Star Wars the, the plot begins to kind of expand on itself and really leads to the neck, the basically the four, five, and six movies. Yes. Um. So it, it is going to get a little muddled, and so I will kind of like reconnect it with episode one, so we kind of kind of figure out where, at least with the politics plot line. Yeah. Because that's what, I, I, when you take the politics out, Star Wars is pretty simple. It's the Jedi versus the Sith. They don't like each other, and they're going to figure it out. But when we throw the politics in, you kind of have to see what the plan is Yeah. I, there. I feel like this movie mostly serves as just like a setup for the third yeah. film. Yeah, 100%. It's a lot of, um, it's a lot of like, Emotion. Okay, so there's a lot. Of, this is kind of where the romance begins, um, mm-hmm. in the series itself. But the dialogue isn't great. No, <laughs> dialogue has never been George Lucas's strong suit as a writer. It's always usually been his imagination mm-hmm. and his world building that has carried the series. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever really propped him up as a good dialogue writer. <laughs> The Shakespeare of our time. No, I, no, no, he is not. They have some pretty good scenes. It, it delves more into the lore of uh, the Jedi. Um, there are some plot holes, so if when we pick up on those, I will point them out and kind of kind of fill it in. The problem with they create such like this moment creates such an expansive lore mm-hmm. um, that they fill in a lot of the gaps after the movies have come out and after uh, like everything's been settled. Right. So in the moment it will make sense, but you're like, oh, and then then it turns into that thing of oh, you got to read this book right. to understand that plot point. So instead, that's come, why we're here. That's why we're here. Come to the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna. Every, Daddy's here. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Star Wars. So we're gonna get a little bit more background on it because it was. I think a lot of people hope for it to be good because as you read, if you listen to our reviews from the first one, a lot of people were. It was a very mixed bag of feelings for episode yes. one. Some people really liked the creativity, but and a lot of people hated that it didn't capture the same energy as the, the, yeah the same nostalgia that they were looking for. Yeah, which I think I feel like I want to ask Star Wars fans like, what does it mean when it's your Star Wars? Like, what are you trying? To, what's the high we're trying to reconnect to? You know what right. I mean? Because it's like, one well, people for the light. Like lightsabers yeah. are dope. Like yeah, yeah I mean, like, are, yeah. No, no matter what age, it's. I think it's more just trying to connect with how you were feeling, like what was going on in your yeah. life, and it just that is an experience that can't be replicated. Yeah. So we're just gonna, con- you know, it's like chasing a high, right? We're yeah. just never gonna get the same high ever exactly. again. Um. But yeah, so this was actually movie came out three years after one. It was so, that long. Yeah. So yeah. May sixteenth, two thousand two. It has a sixty-five percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I remember when it first came out. It. The Star Wars, so they they re released them like around twenty thirteen, yeah, and I think a lot of people watched it with a more aged eye, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh okay, I kind of see it now, right? 
like what what he was trying to do. You see the you see the madness, right? The Jackson Pollock on the wall is looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. If I squint and tilt my head, I can see what the the image is. Do you, do you know how much the percentages went up or? Um, not that I can I could find. Um, it stayed pretty. It was it was very low. I remember that. I remember I would look it up as a kid, and yeah. it was like twenty. I was gonna Four, say, it was in the forties. That's what I remember because sixty, like, like that's not bad. No, honestly. no. Uh, yeah. So sixty, sixty-five now is about forty. Is it danced in the forties? Yeah. Depending on who wanted to bomb it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it came out. It was a thing. People like people actually really liked. Like I said, the dialogue is kind of a meme now. Yes. Um. So it's okay if you kind of think it's stupid. I think the action, the the end part, really catapults it up. Yes. Yes, it saves it for sure. Yeah. Um, it's just there's a lot of wait, like there's other there's a lot of time in between for the rom like the romance doesn't feel natural. It feels like it was rushed. Yes, it just it just happens. There's there's not a lot of build up. It just you you kind of just go to the oh here it is. They're mm-hmm. like so in love. They've only spent like ten minutes of the movie together. Yeah, yeah. and so you're like okay, yeah. Um, but okay, so. Let's do some reviews. We're going to start with the negatives because this is always fun. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, yes, it's better than The Phantom Menace. Think for a minute about how little that means. <laughs> so for context of, like I said, 40% of Rotten Tomatoes, that is a 40% yeah. opinion. Like, like, to, like, like, the, yeah, they're, like, they hated The Phantom Menace so much. They were like, yeah. This made it a lot better. Yeah. And in the context of it, I think so. I think watching one to two, you're like, okay, one was a little bit better after watching this movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next comment, well, it's not as bad as the last one. <laughs> so that's good. Um, this next one says, uh, this is IMDB. This comment pertains to the edition of episode two remastered for IMAX. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I think in about 2012, 2013, they did remit. They, they want to do the IMAX yeah, experience. I remember that being a big deal. Yeah. Too. Um, so the, the, if you wanted to have the IMAX experience, this person says, My experience with the original viewing of the project was painful. From the horsey acting to the lack of imagination to the really boring camera. I know. Like, and le- like I honestly think, unless it's a blatantly bad camera angle, like, who fucking cares? Yeah, honestly. Uh, the one unugly element of the film was some of the effects. I thought the big screen would help. No. <laughs> it doesn't. All the previously mentioned flaws are merely exaggerated because the entire film was digitally captured at 35mm. So this is so basically we're, we're entering film school mm-hmm. at this point. At 35mm, the blow-up is not at all sharp like it would have been from real film. It's downright blurry. My theater messed up the sound, and I understand from others that the transition from Lucas... Uh, Lucas's own of proprietary brand was not matched, but the surprise was how bad the effects looked. Many, many sequences that passed on the small big screen looked patently fakey on the big big screen. Paintings, mismatched shadows, poor composition, uh, sketchy background action. Uh, if you love film, stay away. Uh, Ted's evaluation. Sorry, Ted. Sorry. One of four. One out of four. You can find something better to do with this part of your life. My man only ranks things out of four stars. <laughs> but that's that's the biggest thing too. Reading reading these comments, it's it's a lot of like, and I think that's the problem with film. Yeah, 
is everyone gets like they put on their they get like they graduate at the top of the class from USC film school and are right. like, all right, everybody, who's ready for camera angles, wide shots, yeah, yeah zoom ins, and I get it, yeah, and I I get uh I get the like appeal to that, but at the same time, it's like not Star- everyone, it's yeah, Star Wars, like, yeah. yeah. It, and, and two with the effects, it's it is very much a product of its time. Yeah, um, it is very much stuck in that CGI age. But I don't think it's that bad. And again, again, the the, the dialogue is bad. There, there's no getting yeah. around that. But I would question saying the imagination mm. of it is bad. The, yeah. the the ideas. I think the ideas are really solid. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um. And then I was gonna say too is like look at like like Lord of the Rings right they mm-hmm. release them on Blu-ray you can yeah. immediately like you can see like that dude like you can see the makeup oh yeah to, it, to it that looks point. better on the older <laughs> no it <laughs> yeah. did just because it, it was grainier it yeah. wasn't as like high def and I, oh my god uh, yeah man. I can see Frodo's pimple like yeah. <laughs> they didn't put makeup on it dude no um, but I think that's the thing too is that like sadly these like old CGI movies mm-hmm. are not gonna age like quote unquote age well no because it's like no. Well, it, well, it's it, it's like watching an old like uh, slasher movie from the eighties. Like yeah. they they've like digitally remastered them. They'll always look better on that grainy. Yeah. Like you just got it in VG, like, at, yeah, like, blockbuster. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It'll always look better like that on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, let's let's end with some positives. <laughs> and honestly, it was hard to find some positives. hundred uh, percent. Um. So the interesting thing about these I picked was that the commentary did not match the score i felt like mm. and what i mean by that is this one of the reviews alternately excites and bores three out of four stars oh that's pretty good like that pretty sounds solid. yeah for how that sounded like oh well you know but yeah. hey 75 percent. like that's yeah, kind of funny that's pretty good um this one star wars fans prepare to weep with joy oh. four out of five uh i definitely don't think when these came out star wars fans were crying for joy no, no. I don't have as much memory of this film. I remember. I, I do, and it's because I got yelled at in the movie theater. Did you really? I did because of the fight scene at the end that we'll talk about yeah. with Yoda. And I just thought it was so funny watching him jump around. Yeah. yeah. Um, that someone told me to like shut up because I was just giggling so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, the Star Wars fans. The yeah, Star I, was, Wars fans. I was eight. The warm welcoming because I have like vivid <laughs> memories of one. I have vivid memories of three. Okay. Two, two is is a little fuzzy. Uh, it, it is an experience, and it is fuzzy for uh, some strong reasons. Yeah. But with that fuzziness, uh, the good thing is a lot of the returning cast is back. Um, sadly, Jake Lloyd did not continue to be Anakin. They found Hayden Christensen, who ends up playing teenage Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You have Ewan McGregor still playing Obi-Wan. Uh, Padme is still Natalie Portman. They introduced uh, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku, who I think severely underused in the movie. Yeah. Christopher, Christopher Lee, I mean, is just a fantastic actor. He's an amazing actor. Um, great gravitas as the Count Dooku. Um, Yoda takes a much more prominent role in this now that uh, there's hints of war brewing. And then Samuel Jackson actually has a really big role at the end. Him and Yoda do. Back again. So... Kind of keeping it simple, there are a couple new characters. One of them's name is Jango Fett, who is a bounty hunter who plays a large role in essentially basically the lore of Star Wars from this point on. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of retconning, so I will point out one day retcon things as well. Um, but he's kind of the biggest... Him and Dooku are kind of the two biggest introductions of the characters. Two biggest new characters, for yeah. sure. Um, but with on that, 
everybody gather around and allow me to tell you the story of the second episode of the war of the stars and the clones that are attacking it apparently (laughs) so the movie starts as with the famous star wars crawl Uh, There is unrest in the Galactic Senate. Several thousand solar systems have declared their intentions to leave the Republic. This separatist movement under the leadership of the mysterious Count Dooku has made it difficult for the limited number of Jedi Knights to maintain peace and order in the galaxy. Senator Amidala, the former Queen of Naboo, is returning to the Galactic Senate to vote on the critical issue of creating an army of the Republic, all caps, uh, to assist the overwhelmed Jedi. Now, before we get into the story, it is a 10-year t- time skip. It's 10 years? Yes, it's 10 years. So it is 10 years. So Anakin is now 19, mm-hmm. um, and everybody has basically just aged 10 years. So there's 10 years of politics that have happened that they kind of want you to absorb. So Padme's 29? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that, that, again, this is an important thing. Yeah, 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 Her age doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so essentially, looking back at episode one, mm-hmm. they created that embargo to create... To basically get Chancellor Pal- uh, Palpatine into position to be the head of the Galactic Republic. Right. That was essentially the biggest thing that comes out of the politics for episode one. Right. And that's what we want. We would basically create unrest with this trade federation and then put Palpatine in power. As long as you understand those two things, it's going to make a little bit more sense. Yes. Um, we begin... With the queen arriving in Coruscant, and she always comes in these really shiny ships. They're like very cr- old, like, alu- really like shiny. chromed out. Yeah, it's like SpongeBob in the future levels of chrome. Mm-hmm. Um. So she. So they land. They begin to disembark, and out of nowhere, her ship just fucking blows up. Boom, happens. And you're in the theater, and you're like, God, Padme is dead. Fuck. Again, they just yeah. killed her. But remember, in the first one, we talked about she had she had uh, body doubles mm-hmm. constantly filling in for her. Yeah. Um, so she, you discover Padme was actually one of the the escorts in the, one of the planes yeah. flying in, um, and her body double just fucking takes Dies, a yeah. To, yeah just takes a bomb to the face, and she's like I have done my duty, and then just like dies in Padme's arms. Um, this movie starts off it kicks off fast yeah it, yeah it kicks off really fast yeah terrorist attacks are always a good way to really get people oh, to, oh yeah, pay attention absolutely. to the act. Um, so because of this explosion and attempted to uh, attempted assassination on a political figure, uh, the Jedi and the Chancellor decided to bring in Obi-Wan and Anakin to help safeguard her. Mm-hmm. So the reason being, they wanted someone who she was familiar with to kind of serve as. And this was the first time she had seen them? In 10 years. Yet? In 10 years. So now uh, Obi-Wan has passed his trials to be a Jedi Knight. You have to go through these like trials that we'll get into more detail uh, at a later point. Right. But basically it's just meant to test your force and your mental mm-hmm. fortitude and things like that. And then Anakin is now Padawan. And one of the things to know if you are a Padawan is you get this really dope rat tail braid. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you wear like you, I think some people wear it on the side. Now the the you have to have some sort of braid. Yes. Because sort of braid. there are alien characters who do not have hair, so they would just they have like a little thing that dangles that kind of signifies it. Right. Um. So the biggest thing is that like Anakin's like six four or something like yeah, that. He, yeah. yeah. Hayden Christensen is a tall person. So he just like walks, you know, it's like while looking at your your like nephew you haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, like, so, yeah. And they're like, hi, <laughs> I'm a man now. So, so Padme doesn't recognize him at first. And the reason I say this is it plays, it's important. Yeah. Because um, he's, yeah. And Anakin just goes up there and he's like, God, you're so beautiful. You're, you're an angel? Yeah. yeah. And the, again, the biggest thing about the Jedi is they're not supposed to show attachment or right. like 
like love you can be affection you can love in the way that like i love life yes but you cannot look at somebody and go i love you and create that connection with them right um and then yeah so he's like oh you're so beautiful and then oh you can see obi-wan like if you look pay attention he just looks at him like what are you doing yeah this is like sexual harassment yeah, it feels yeah. like it at least his delivery isn't very good and then he's like oh i mean uh for a senator sorry oh gosh she, they know forgot about that line <laughs> for a senator. Yeah, it's pretty hot for a politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the first thing he says. Like, yeah, it's yeah. his first line. You're like, okay. Um, so then they kind of do, what they do is they talk, They she's like, I'm going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, we'll just, well, basically, they will coordinate the building and figure the security. Because obviously these warrior monks just understand battle security tactics like that right um and so she goes to sleep and obi-wan and anakin have a like a hey like what's it been like yeah and he's like upset she didn't recognize him yeah it's been 10 years the thing about anakin in this movie is he bitches a lot yeah and i get it but for to be 19 he complains a lot about things not going his way and i get it yeah but at the same time but he's had a pretty decent life, yeah. yeah. Considering slavery was his last, was his last uh, profession, sure, quote unquote. Yeah. But yeah, so he's like, everyone's talking to him, and he's like, she just didn't recognize me. Like, he's like, he literally says, "I've thought about her every day for ten fucking years, and she has the audacity, audacity to, to not recognize." To be fair, again, if you look at who how short he was to like his character, he's completely different. He, yeah, he fucking is gigantic. Yeah. And obviously, it's a different actor. So. 9 to 19 <laughs> yeah. is insanely yeah. different. He said, how dare she not recognize me? I, thought I, gave, her, I gave her a locket. <laughs> fucking women. A societal no problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Obi-Wan's like, you really need to back up. Like, this is not okay no. at all. This is inappropriate. You need to stop. And Anakin's like, well, you can't stop. Like, kind of like this, like, the typical teenager, like, roll eyes. Yeah. Ignore yeah. And then he's like, so where is she? And she's like, oh, she's in the room. And so they have basically R2-D2, who survived the movie, the first movie, the little blue droid. He's in the corner, and he's basically just like, he's your Simply Safe. Yeah. Just, just scanning the room. Yeah. Um, but so she's alone in there, and, and Obi-Wan's like, why'd you leave her in there alone? And he, Anakin's like, well, it was her idea. Like, don't yell at me. What am I going to fucking do, right? I'm in love with her. You know, she has this hold over me. Uh, meanwhile, this, this unknown assassin... Mm-hmm has given this robot like these like eat poison they're like apparently like centipedes that like they look like just like centipedes yeah yeah. and so this droid just like cuts a hole in the glass and pops them in and apparently these centipedes are like know how to go around yeah the things so it's like one point like r2 scans by it and it like freezes and And then it starts going again and i'm like what the fuck so basically, somehow I don't know. Understand how they don't really explain how, but Anakin and Obi Wan can sense the danger she's in. Yes, and Anakin comes in, and I'm not gonna lie. I feel like if you, <laughs> I see with the affection band because you come in swinging a lightsaber, looking like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was there was some sexual energy he uh, gave. There, there was some tension. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, that's Anakin. Yeah. Oh shit." And so one of the things too is they constantly refer to him as Annie as like a kid thing, yeah. and I think later he reveals he hates being called that. Yeah. Because it, he's like, it makes you me think you look at me like as a child. Right. Anakin needs a therapist. <laughs> so they, so they, they just, just kill it. They he like swords cuts him in half with his lightsaber. Obi Wan sees the robot and is like, "Fuck this!" and just dives, dives to the, the window. Fucking swanton bomb just out of this thing. 
<laughs> Rey Mysterio would just you just fuck would be proud of the air he got on this thing. And just grabs it and takes off, which is yeah. which is ironic because Obi-Wan constantly tells Anakin, Stop don't be reckless. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't do don't dumb shit. Yeah. yeah. Constantly. And the first thing he does and bear in mind Coruscant it's not just like oh imagine jumping out of the tallest tower in New York. Like if he missed, he's just dead. Yeah, he yeah, bam. He's dead. No hesitation. <laughs> he jumps out the fucking window. Yeah. Just whoosh. uh So they go and so Anakin's like, Well, I gotta go get a car. So there's so they kinda they show him like booking it, yeah. And he tries to find a car and so Obi Wan's just holding on to this fucking thing. Um and so they, uh, yeah. So he's holding on. Anakin's just like zooming, and this is really cool, like chase scene. It's a scene. very cool chase scene. Yeah. It's a very cool scene. Uh, one of the things that is interesting too is that like they have like lanes, mm-hmm. and they talk about it a lot too. Even when they like travel in the hyperspace, there's they have lanes. They, mm-hmm. There's highways that exist. Yeah. But they, like we think that they just like take off or like they just drive around. No, there's like designated areas where you fly. Yeah. yeah. So they're going. And they give chase, right? They the classic. They drive through things. I think at one point they get electrocuted. Yeah. Which I feel like was really under like, just went through an electrocution thing. Um, basically, they were able to like stop her vehicle. She crashes and she takes off into uh, a bar. Yeah. That they do, and so basically it turns into kind of like this cool like spy thing, right? Like okay, like let's keep calm and like let's yeah. go find her. Um, what they come to find out is that she is a changeling. Mm-hmm. Um, in Star Wars is a race they're called the Claudites and they have this ability to shapeshift a perfect assassin yeah the perfect right um and so they're in this pack bar and so they're trying to like figure out where she is and this is kind of this cool tension of like okay well one of us needs to draw her out one of us needs to be on watch and um so Obi-Wan goes to the bar and this is kind of a throwback to the original movies because Obi-Wan has a later interaction Mm -hmm. in the fourth movie with Luke at a bar that's very reminiscent of yes. this scene. Um, along the way, this guy... <laughs> this guy is just standing next to them. And so in Star Wars, they never outright say drugs. No. They call it spice or, like, death sticks. Mm-hmm. They never say, like, yo, you want some crack? Yeah. Like, it's never out- outward. And so this dude just looks at Obi-Wan and like, want to buy some death sticks? Yes. And then so Obi-Wan uses... The one time I think the mind persuasion thing really, like, is meant for good. It's productive, Yeah. <laughs> He's like waves his hand. He's like, "You don't want to sell me death sticks." And so the way they tell, they show us it's working is they repeat what they've said, yeah. right? So he's like, "I don't want to, I don't want to sell you death sticks." And he's like, "You want to go home and change your life?" He's like, "I want to go home and change my life." And he like gets up and like just walks out. Yeah, really avoided a big scene and probably was like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to thank that Matt random robe man. <laughs> uh, now I'm now a lawyer. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so Obi Wan serves as a bait. He senses her, cuts her arm mm-hmm. off, and then they like just they literally just drag her outside. Yeah, and Anakin's like Jedi business. Go yeah, back, yeah, he just go back to yelling drinking. at people. Yeah, he's like Jedi business. Get out of here. We're beating up this woman. And everyone's like, okay. It's yeah. The thing in Star Wars when they talk about like the bars, everyone's like, shit happens, man. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Go go. And uh, I don't know if they like like mind influence her, but she she eventually begins to kind of like, hey, I'll give it up. Yeah. No, I think Anakin's like, I'll fucking like break yeah. your arm. Yeah, no, I know. Anakin's are just straight up threatening her. Yeah. <laughs> I will fucking kill yeah, you. I will kill you right now. Yeah, no, I'm gonna curb stomp you yeah. right here. You got you got three limbs. You can start early. It's fine. Which isn't a Jedi thing. No. <laughs> at all. At all. No. Um, and then she gets like sniped out. She gets shot in the neck with mm. a dart, and like, uh. so of course they never find out who did it. So now they have to go through and figure out 
who the who the real assassin is. And it's a really good thing the uh, anonymous sniper only shot her and didn't try to shoot them. Right? Yeah, oh, could have killed one of them easily. <laughs> and so basically, they go talk to the, the Jedi Council, and they're like, hey, this is what happened. Obi-Wan and Anakin are then tasked with two separate jobs. Anakin is tasked on his own. Mm-hmm. No supervision. No supervision, my God. And anybody who has a teenager or like... Think about okay. Let, let, let think about this and tell me if this sounds like a good idea. We're gonna take a rep- emotionally repressed because the order represses you sexually, emotionally and sexually repressed teenager, to go travel with the woman that he is admitted to being in love with for ten years alone, alone onto another planet. But no supervision. No God knows what will happen. My God, I barely you barely let a ten year old like heat up their own food. <laughs> Fucking kidding me. <laughs> so Anakin so uh, Padme says I'll go back to Naboo we'll lay low for a hot minute and then Obi-Wan will go find Assassin and it'll work itself out it's gonna be awesome um, while they're preparing to leave Padme is packing mm-hmm. and Anakin takes this time to really feel talk about how he feels oh yes <laughs> he, he lets her know <laughs> and so he literally blames Obi-Wan for like Everything that wrong in his life, yeah. he was like, they don't understand. Obi Wan does not understand me. He calls me like an idiot. He thinks I'm this. He holds me. He like I think he literally says Obi Wan is holding me back. Yeah, I could be the greatest of all time. Yeah, but Obi Wan is constantly tells me to check my feelings and to like be mindful and to do this bullshit. And honestly, if I was just free, I could just be it. I, I would be goddamn yeah, he, the it's, hero. It's big, like, this is not a phase mom yeah. energy. It's very big phase like mm-hmm. that. And also, like, you like I'm better. Everyone else here sucks but yeah. me. No, exactly. Um, and so she's like, it'd be like that, dude. And she kind of, like, there's these weird interactions where she kind of checks him. Because yeah. she's like, oh, I'm older than you. Like, shut up. Yeah. And that feels a little, like... If we're going to get unhealthy relationship while she checks him, but it's kind of in a, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you stupid kid. Which is adding to already his gigantic fucking pail of issues that he's dealing with. So, it's just, it's just, it's hard to figure out that they like each other. Yeah, it's not apparent. No. Well, it's apparent because you just know from his dialogue that he is, like, has an obsession with her. But hers is just kind of like, oh, this like, kid that I knew grew yeah. up. Like, yeah. Mm, like, oh, that's cool. You're like, she, like, at no point does she ever, like, there's no, like, her talking to, like, a handmaid and, like, hey, Anakin's back. Like, well, no, well, and she's 29 and he's no. 19. That's a huge That's a big gap. Yeah. So, okay, see, see, the, the age thing was going to matter. Yeah. yeah. And we weren't just being creepy. Uh, so Obi-Wan discovers, so Obi-Wan takes this dart that he just yanks out of this woman's like, no one collects evidence. No. No. No, no murder break. scene is established. No CSI. <laughs> and he's like, he goes to this, but so he goes to this diner. Yeah, his name's Dex. That's his name. Dex is Dex's diner. That's Big greasy dude. Yeah, think of like your classic like diner dude, fat, yeah. grease stains on the shirt, is the cook. And so he's like, hey, what is this? What is this? Yeah. What is this thing? And the, like, like the thing is too, you don't know his backstory. Yeah. But apparently he like was like a minor. He like traveled the space. That's kind of the thing. And I right. think in the book, the novelization of the movie, they mentioned that Qui Gon and him had like run into each other a couple times. Gotcha. And so like that's how he is that that they became friends. I think he like saved them from something at some point. Okay. Saving is a good way to make friends. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he's like these are uh, this is from a planet called Kamino, 
And Kamino is famous for cloning. Right. They can create clones. And the thing about Star Wars is that cloning does exist, but it's not a precise science. Right. So it's not like... Like, it's like what you pay what you get for, essentially. And he's like, these dudes are like it. If you want a clone... These are the best ones. But they grow like natural humans and things like Mm -hmm. that. But they can like mess around with age and all this crazy stuff. And so he's like, yeah, so this is called the Camino Saber Dart. And this is where it is. It's out like past the outer rim. Like, you got to go find it and go. And so Mm -hmm. everyone's like, cool. So he goes back to the Jedi Temple. And he's like looking through these databases and it finds out that the planet has been removed from their databases. And so he calls the librarian and it's like this really awkward, like, have you ever had like an older person be passive aggressive with you? And you're like, mm-hmm. why? Like, I'm just why? making yeah, a statement. That's a question, yeah. Because he's like, so where's this planet? It's not in our database. And she's like, well, da 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 like gives an answer. Like, oh, well, you know, sometimes we just don't have the answer. And he's like, well, like, what if someone deleted it? Yeah. And she's like, no, we just don't have, have it. it. Shut the fuck up. Go. And yeah, he's she like, freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, okay. So he goes to Master Yoda. Um, and so Master Yoda's teaching a class. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things they do when you're force sensitive is they put a helmet on your head. They block your vision. And you're supposed to use the force to sense this robot that will shoot you. <laughs> now, the thing that they mentioned in the books is you can control the power of it. Right. So it's not, yeah. not lethal. No, yeah. It'll hurt. But still. Yeah. <laughs> and again, they take these kids when they're three. So these are about seven to eight-year-olds with just these helmets on. And Obi-Wan's like... I can't find this fucking planet. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's supposed to be. Help me. Yeah. And Yoda's like, all right, let's get the kids on this critical thinking session, guys. Yeah. Stop the lightsabers. We're going to use our minds. And he's like, right. <laughs> he makes them all gather around. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, so it's kind of cool. He has this little orb he puts in the middle of the, the, the mm-hmm. room, and it creates like a hollow, like a projection of the galaxy. It's mm-hmm. really fucking cool. And so Obi-Wan's like, it's supposed to be right here, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And... um. And Yoda's like, hmm, kids. Like, so also to Yoda, I forget what the term is, but he speaks backwards. Yes. So like the subject is second, and then the predicate. God, I, English grammar is yeah. nice. Yeah. So he talks like they like that. Um, and so one of the kids is like, if it's not in the thing, someone deleted it. Yeah. That's the logical conclusion. And Obi Wan's like, fuck, I was like, I was right. Yeah. I was kind of onto that. Okay, someone did delete it, and Yoda's like, the mind of a child. child yeah. Yeah, and he's like, Mr. Mr. Obi-Wan, why did you just think about him deleting it, you dipshit? Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck, I didn't think of that. And so they go. And so that, that ends Obi-Wan's story mm-hmm. at this point. Meanwhile, Anakin and Padme, so they so their selling point is they're traveling as refugees. So they're wearing, like, you know, dust, dirty robes, yeah. all this shit. And so I think, uh, I don't know the exact quotes, but they begin to talk about love. Yes. And Anakin's like, why well, love? And Padme is like, well, as a Jedi, you're not supposed to love. And then Anakin makes a good argument of, like, well, we're taught to love everything. We're, we're protectors of life. Right. So in a sense, you have to love life. Right. But he's like, but I also will protect things. Like, love, protecting the things I love also includes people that I love. Right. And he really lays it on kind of like, you don't understand how much I like you. Yeah, no, it's like, you. I love you. Yeah. It's you. And, she's, and so then it, it turns into this weird, like, oh, we can't love. But what? But could you love? Could you do it? Could you if love? If you for, could, yeah. yeah. And it's like you're just like, what's happening? Are yeah. they like hitting on each other? Is this sexual? Is it like? Is it not? Is this a weird thought experiment? Yeah, because <laughs> it's also Anakin's 
dialogue has the energy of like a kid who's in love with their teacher mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just re- trying really hard to like hey you know yeah. miss you know miss smith oh, at 18 yeah. at 18 i got you yeah i oh. got you don't worry and then like ah you know what the fuck um so then it cuts to that well it cuts to obi-wan's story which i just told and then it goes back to anakin and padme as i put it farting around mm-hmm. And the greatest line in all of Star Wars history. There's, there is no "I am your father." May the force be with you. Right? These great, great iconic lines. Fearless anger, angrily hate. But it pales in comparison to Anakin and Padme talking. And I believe that at this. So if I remember, she's at this point. They're at their whole. She like it rents out like this like island villa. Bougie, Bougie is, yeah. yeah, Airbnb. And so I think she's talking about how she used to come here with this boy mm-hmm. when they were like in politician school. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, he was you know curly hair, like dark eyes. He was, and Anakin's like, stop. He's like fuming. He is He's like, so mad. This doesn't sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this man? I will kill him. You can see the steam yeah. just coming out. He is not happy. And so they begin to overlook the water, and mm-hmm. Anakin uh, Padme talks about like the environment and mm-hmm. water and things like that. And she's like, "Oh, we used to like play around in the sand, like on the beaches." Yeah. And Anakin proceeds looks at her. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might get this a little wrong, so but he goes, uh, "I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough. It gets everywhere." <laughs> and he just like stops talking and then he stops talking and then he like runs his feet so Padme is wearing a lot of like shoulder revealing gear which yeah. is fine that's yeah. the, no issue there but she wears a lot of like kind of like openly like arm showing and so yeah. Anakin takes his time to just caress like her shoulder up along her back area like just slowly and then he looks and goes not like you <laughs> what is that who George the fa- the greatest crime is whoever read like like proofread that and said that's fine? No, not like you. Not like you. Oh, it's so good. It's <laughs> such a good line, and it works. That's, it worked. It they kiss. Yeah, it, that that was the clincher. <laughs> God, someone help her. She needs to under. And, and I've heard people try to justify that line as like. How do you justify? What's the okay. justifier? So, so the justifier there is that he he was a slave mm. on a sand planet. Well, yeah. So like he's communicating that like he hates sand because it reminds him of his time growing up being a slave and he has these horrible traumatic memories. But the thing is, the way he acts and the way he communicates. Yeah. That's not how no. it comes across. It really just comes across as she said her and this boy did this thing and he's like, well, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but a little bit like, you know, if you don't like me, I might lock you in a room. Yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah, we're going to get a little Ted Bundy up in here. Yeah, like, it's just me and you and this robot. <laughs> Things are about to get real coarse and gross. <laughs> get everywhere. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like it, it's he's he's stuck with, and he is he's an emotionally stunted because mm-hmm. he has been taken away and he's done. You know they really don't go into detail what happens in these ten years with him, no. but there's a big issue of, um, like you could just tell he hasn't aged. He hasn't socially grown. No. And they're like, you know, he's trying, he's, imagine, we've all went to high school with someone who's socially awkward, yeah. who like, hit on somebody, and you're like, this is, this, this is isn't good. Not, no, yeah. we're all gonna go, someone's gonna go to jail. This yeah. isn't good. And that's, and the fact that it worked, really like, 
with the lines that he's giving and she's kind of like holding around it's like you're like really are they really like wanting to fuck each other yeah and so they kiss and like literally like it happens again the music's great fantastic soundtrack oh yeah and it, this is a really cool thing I know so when she pulls away the music stops mm-hmm. and so she's like no we can't and then it turns into like this forbidden love thing right yeah. she's like no I'm a senator you're a Jedi we're not meant to love and he's like well you're meant to love but I can't yeah. but we're I think he says like let's keep it a secret yeah well they they even say like as far as I know it's confirmed like Jedi can have sex like it's not like <laughs> important important no, can, no, this can they important. fuck it, they can <laughs> they just can't form like attachments attachments so Tinder would just be killed. This, oh, this, this is a bunch of Jedi. Just, just a bunch of Jedi. <laughs> just trying to fuck. Um, and so then it cuts to them kind of messing around and like she's like no like she she creates like his distance, and so it shows them like messing around like he like tries to ride this animal and he like gets thrown off of it, and she's like oh shit he's not getting up, he may be dead. Runs over and he like grabs her and they like roll down a hill. <laughs> I can hear Can You Feel the Love playing tonight, just fucking in the background. And they try to like show that they have like these this, big emotional yeah. like moments. Okay, yeah. And this like five minute yeah. is that like montage. Yeah. And they're just lying there and they're like, oh yeah, we love each other. Uh, <laughs> rolling down the hill. It's an awkward roll, too. It is, too. It looks painful as yeah. fuck. Like, ah. <laughs> him riding that thing is also on green screen. So there's, there's, they have footage of him just, like, riding it without any... De- yeah, yeah, so it's just this big green thing, and he's, like, pretending to look, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Haiti Christians. They did him so wrong, and it, like, defined who he was forever. Has he acted since? Uh, he did the movie Jumper. Oh, okay. Which, which apparently people said like killed it for him. Like, oh, he was really? Not, that's yeah. It? yeah. But he's he's had this renaissance with Darth Vader, the Obi Wan series, that's and coming true. back. Um, meanwhile, Obi Wan's doing the grunt work. Yeah. I gotta I gotta knock on doors. I gotta fucking figure this out. Harry, this movie right <laughs> yeah. now. Anakin's fucking. I'm in. And so you find out Camino is a storm planet. Mm-hmm. All rain. All rain. So if you don't like rain... You won't like it. No, this place sucks. Yeah. And so the way that... So fun fact about Camino, so the way they travel, so that they, like, all their cities are built on platforms. Mm-hmm. Now you're wondering, how do we get from each platform? Well, the Caminoans have, like, um... Oh, what's that word when you pacify, like, animals and make them, like... Tamed. Some, yeah, like, tamed. So they have tamed these, like, pterodactyl things. Uh, and they like fly on them and that's how they get and so Obi-Wan gets there and he's you could just tell he's like this place sucks yeah I know cause it's literally like imagine the hardest rain you've been in and you have to walk and that walk you have when you try to get inside and that's just how hard it's raining and so uh, one of the Kaminoans show up and so the Kaminoans are described as like they're really tall mm-hmm. thin someone described them as like oh, what is it like a radish yeah like radish heads very they, they almost look like classic alien mm-hmm. like yeah like the really long armed ones, mm-hmm. um, and so apparently, so so their thing is that everything's all white. Mm-hmm. Like it's very like clean. it feels like a medical, like a surgical yeah. suite. And apparently, I might be completely wrong, so you can tell me. I think they reveal that they don't reveal in the movie, but in the shows and in the books, the Kaminoans are ultra can see in different like uh, light spectrum. That makes sense. So the reason it's all white it, to them, they don't see all white. They see colors. Right. So they see on like another level of the the, the color spectrum. 
I think. I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so he meets them and he's like, "Hello, I am a Jedi. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's yeah. going on here?" And then they begin to tell him, "Oh, awesome! The Jedi here to pick up the order." Yeah. And he's like, "Excuse me." Your DoorDash is ready. <laughs> oh, you ordered ten thousand of these? Yeah, we got it. We're good for your pickup. And he's like, "We ordered these." Um, he discovers that the clone army that there was a clone army that was created, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Awesome, your clone army's ready." And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And you discover that this clone army was created by was the order was put in by a Jedi master named Sifo Dyas, uh, who requested it for the Republic. Um, what you find out that they don't explain is that he saw into the future with his force powers and saw that a war would occur. Yeah. And he was like, the Jigal Republic needs to be ready. I'm going to put in the order. The issue is, so the big issue that has Obi-Wan fucked up is that he died around the same time that the order should have been put in. Right. So he's like, the timeline isn't matching doesn't up. Ma- yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. And so he kind of asked some questions and they're like, oh yeah, well he said that he wanted this order for a million tri- clones. To be created in 10 years time and that's the thing too the Kaminoans can alter the, your age so these clones age twice as fast as regular humans right so in 10 years these guys are already 20 years old and they're like oh but we do have the template of our clone army Django and he is here and he lives here and uh, he has a son who plays a later role mm-hmm. known as Boba Fett and uh, he's like you want to come talk to him I'll take you to him and you guys can have a little talksy about what's, what's going on over here He's like, well, I would love that because he has a sinking feeling that Django is the assassin who did not shoot either of them yeah. but shot his compatriot. Um, they answer. Uh, they show up at his apartment, I guess, in this place. Yeah. And it's as close to like dick swinging as they've, as they've shown in Star Wars because they're trying to do. Like imagine like the interrogation scene in like a cop and like a cop show, yeah. but there's no table that they're around, so they're just standing looking at each other. Like, yeah, so. that's awkward. Yeah. So uh, you uh, go to Coruscant sometimes. What's what's going on over here? And yeah. you're like, oh, maybe. I don't go know. A lot of places. Yeah, I go. Yeah, see, see a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> so I described it as sexual tension because they're trying to like in the books they explain that they're trying to like probe each other, like mm-hmm. see how much you know. Yeah. Um, they're having their very own death note yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah it's very that like mental, this is mental chess game yeah. with the questions they're asking with each other and so enough goes by and, and Obi-Wan or Django is like oh I hope you're happy with your clone army mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just a simple he, I think he says he's like cleaning something he's like I'm a simple man simple man making his way through the universe like simple things yep. yeah. long walks on the beach <laughs> I'm just a man and a son you know what I mean God fear an American my favorite thing about this clone army, I, I, we, we've talked about this before, yeah. but like the paying for it. Oh yeah, the they had to be so trusting, be like, okay, so we'll just do it, and ten years later they'll they'll pay like, us, right? Like, and that's the thing too that they do explain in the in uh, the lore is that so there are other companies that clone, yeah, but one but you don't get as good of a quality. So the Camino ones because they know they're the best. They charge whatever they want. I'm sure, yeah. So, so it's yeah. So there's a million. They're paid for a million people. Yeah. to be made. Is, is it just a million? It's a, a million to start out. Okay. So by basically by the end of the ten years, a million clone soldiers will be ready to fight at any at your beck and call. And then basically they show that they've been growing. They're continually growing them. So they have like more and more. Yeah, reason. like ten generations of, of guys just coming up. And yeah, like like us, we both work in like yeah. we're involving money, and yeah. we're like, 
Someone has... To, where's the, the accounts payable? Yeah, no, like, like <laughs> a, are they getting billed? Like, was it all up front? Was, you would imagine it would be up front. Oh, my but, God. It would crip... It would crip... Like, someone would, like... Imagine being the president, right? Yeah. And you get a bill. Hey, we have a clone army. Ten years in the... Ten years of, ten years of work ten accumulated. Years of work. Yeah. Here's the bill. How do we pay for this? I don't know. It's going to be an astronomical number. It, it makes sense why people got mad about taxes, because they probably raised taxes. Probably insane amounts to pay like, for this shit. What the fuck? Yeah. How am I supposed to? I didn't ask for this. Who was paying? Why isn't this a movie, Jordan? <laughs> the spotlight of where's the, where's the where money going? Where's coming from? Like, they had to pay some of it up front. Yeah. Someone, someone's like, I have a small fortune. We can yeah. just down payment it. Um, so, Obi-Wan reports to the Jedi, and he's like, he's the guy. Yeah. He thinks he's getting away. I found him. He's fucking... Yeah. He's the most obvious. Yeah. And uh, I think the way they show it, too, is the son, uh, Boba, he... Like, as Obi-Wan walks in, he closes the door that has his armor in it. Yeah. And you can see it. Yeah. We all see it. We're like, oh, it's him. And you can tell Obi-Wan sees it. And he's like, oop. Yeah. Don't see it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like living in the dorms. As long as you don't see See my alcohol... I'm not gonna get in trouble, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there was a bigger tell, you know, like Jango Fett's ship is literally called Slave yeah, One. Yeah, it's called the Slave One. They have, which they retconned because people were. It's called like the Fire Spray now or something like that. No, I yeah. mean, really? It, yeah, they because they, they didn't like the the connotation of Slave One. Well, I mean, it wasn't very good, but like, <laughs> I don't think it was. You know, they were really saying this was a good character. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're when you're a bounty hunter who kills dead people, who kills people and brings them onto your ship dead. I don't think you know. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he was the really, happy-go-lucky ship is really where we're at. The ship of friendship and love. <laughs> so as, when Obi-Wan leaves, uh, Jango's like, pack your things. We're leaving. We're out of here. Yeah. We're leaving. It's time to go. So Obi-Wan's like, where is he? He's not in his apartment. Runs off. Finds him loading his ship up. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, they caught me. Wearing his armor, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Yeah. All, it's all bets are off. Obi-Wan's like, well, now I really know it's you, fucker. So they, they have this really interesting uh, battle because... Django has blasters, but he also has uh, like like rope and things like that. Um, what you come to find out is Django is what is known. Well, it's for the sake of this conversation, he's a Mandalorian. There's things we'll talk about later that where people are get mad and argue that he's not. That doesn't fucking matter at this point. But I know that there's people who are eye rolling as I say this. But Django is considered a Mandalorian, and Mandalorians are basically like Spartans. Yeah. But what they do is they adopt people from like war-torn countries Mm -hmm. so like when they go do a job they're mercenaries they go do a job oh they find kids that got some balls yeah male it doesn't matter if male or female like they are all respected as warriors and are raised as such so it's a very strong like you fight for your your people right um so but one of the things is that the mandalorians are kind of like so there's the Sith, and then the Mandalorians are famous for fighting against the Jedi. Yeah. So throughout their culture, they've learned how to fight Jedi, right. and so it's you know understanding how the for- they kind of understand that the how the Force works and how to like stop Jedi from using it. And didn't they even use like actual guns at some mm-hmm. point because it wouldn't because they realized they would deflect blasters. They had like, like just yeah, pull, like, pull they, out an M sixteen, yeah. <laughs> and they call them, I think they call them slug throwers yeah. to show that it's an actual gun. Um... But yeah, and constantly. That's just constantly what they do. They just... The Jedi show up. The Mandalorians are working a job for somebody. And they're like, well, time to fight each other. Fuck you. Um, they retconned into Star Wars now that the armor of 
the Mandalorians is actually impervious to the lightsabers. Oh, that's new. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal, yeah. That's huge. So the idea is that you have to hit the joints and things like that. But at the time this movie came out, that wasn't established. Okay. It was just kind of established that they well, had, like, of... but, yeah, so basically they have this armor, and it's, it's, it's made out of this very, it has to be a specific armor, though. So you can get the same Mandalorian armor crafted. Mm-hmm. It might not just be out of that armor. Gotcha. But so right now with the Mandalorian coming on or going on is they're kind of explaining what happened to them and they're kind of retconning a lot of that. So as of right now, I'm going off of what's in the movies. Yeah, we'll talk about that stuff later down the road because that's the whole thing. Um, so that so Django like kicks Obi Wan off and it's mm-hmm. the classic run back up. Yeah. and by the time he gets there, they've taken off, but Obi Wan is able to put a tracking device on them mm-hmm. and he follows them. They end up at a planet called Geonosis and this is really cool uh, space battle scene. Yes. Too, where it's a lot of like, so you find out that Django's ship has like mines, mm-hmm. and he just like drops them in spots, and they set off this really cool like explosion like, sound. Yeah. I really like the sound. It's, it, it, it's like a shockwave. Yeah. It's like a sonic kind of. Like, yeah. So yeah. like, it's the one time Star Wars stays within the realm of physics. Yeah. Of like it's a, and it just like decimates these asteroids. It like rips holes in like mm-hmm. asteroids and shit, and so eventually they like both make their way down. Um. And Obi-Wan basically turns into James Bond and it's time to investigate. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Obi-Wan's fighting for his life. Yeah. Anakin and Padme are fucking living the dream. And they're actually sitting at a table, much like you and I are yeah. right now. And Anakin's like, oh, Obi-Wan would be mad if I did this. And he's like cutting an apple with the forest. I'm like, no, that's fucking cool. That's practice. Right? It's so, he's such a... He's so, like, okay, if they were going for a whiny teenager... He is. He oh, nails, nails it. it. But I don't know if that was the intention. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so either. I think they. I think the script paints him as that, but he's really supposed. He he really has a lot on his shoulders if you think about it as a he character. Does, yeah. Being told for ten years you're the chosen one. Yeah. You're it. We think you're it. But then also being told by other people, we really not only being told by other, but like basically your yeah. bosses. Yeah. We don't think you're it. No. And the way he talks about Obi-Wan to Padme is like talking about like an ex-girlfriend. He's just like everything he does God, just, goes back to Obi-Wan. Yeah, like they're going to be kissing and be like, Obi-Wan doesn't like it when I kiss him like this. Yeah. And you're everything like, goes back to it every time. Yeah, it's unhealthy. Yeah. Anakin doesn't have good coping mechanisms. Um, and so... And again, Padme begin to talk. So there's a scene where eventually, essentially, they talk about their love for each other, mm-hmm. and I think it's meant to be portrayed as this very like Shakespearean, like Romeo and Juliet Doomed love. Yeah, because I because Anakin's like I have pain, and every time I am not with you, it, I'm not I'm in pain, and it hurts. And she's like, Why do you hurt? And he's like, Because it hurts to love you so much. <laughs> And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, it's like what you send your girlfriend at 16 because you watched, like, fucking The, the Notebook. Well, yeah, it's too much. Uh, yeah. And so he's like, oh, there's another scene in the third movie where he has some stupid bullshit that he says to and you're like, ooh. And then Padme's like, oh, can we be whole together? Like, just, it's just... Yeah, they're like... Yeah. I don't want to repeat. I can't even... I don't want to look it up, but yeah, it's... I've had a couple that post, like, Joker and Harley Facebook memes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is us. Basically. And so they agree that they are in love with each other, mm-hmm. and they will begin this secret relationship. Come to find out, or as mentioned earlier, and I didn't mention this, 
But in early in the movie, that Anakin has dreams about his mom. Mm-hmm. He has dreams that his mom is being tortured and mm-hmm. dies somewhere. Mm-hmm. He does not know where or what is happening. He just hears her crying out for the Anakin to save her. Yes. And this really fucks with him. Yes. And I think I think okay. So back in so when Anakin and Obi Wan are talking to each other at the beginning of the movie, he mentions it that I still have dreams about my mom. Yeah. And Obi Wan's like, "Did you try letting go of your feelings?" And Anakin's like, how to what the fuck? Like, yeah, I gotta go by, yeah. To be fair, I would be a little upset too. Like, hey, this yeah. person I love, like, I, is 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 dying in my dreams, and I feel it feels real to me. Yeah. Would well, you try not giving a fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I get know. over it, dude. How about you simply not care? <laughs> Did you try not worrying? <laughs> that works for some people. Have you tried not being sad? <laughs> Basically, yeah, and I think, see, like that's a fair point for him to develop this resentment of like yeah. you guys are like I'm trying to feel these things, and you're not letting me. You're not, yeah, right. He needs a therapist. That's it. That's I don't. I don't. Save <laughs> you a whole rest of a franchise. Yeah. It'd be a very short franchise. Um, and so he talks to Padme about it, and I think this is when he really realizes that Padme is, really loves him because mm-hmm. he talks about it. and She goes, "Fuck it, let's go to tattoo. Let's like, let's he's find like, her. Yeah. let's find her. Fuck it, let's do it." Yeah, and he's like. Oh, and I, yeah, like, you're like, oh, Padme's ride or die. This yeah, 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 yeah. She's, she's locked in. These three days they've been together, <laughs> really. Um, so he goes back, and he runs into Watto, the man who owned him. Yes. That was meta. Good old Watto. Yeah. And uh, he's talking to him, and he's like, oh, Annie! Annie! Oh, Annie! It's you! Good Annie! <laughs> we're, not, we're not being racist. That's, That's really what it sounds like. Swear to God. And so Anakin's like, where's my mom? And it's turning into this little bit of, like, fucking Max Payne, like, yeah. where is she? Like, it's a little Batman-y. Yeah. Like, where is she? And he's like, well, you would do something with your mom and stuff. And he's like, oh, he's like, I gotta sell her to this man. Times have been hard. Yeah. Owning, people's t- owning people costs money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he's like, oh, but, like, I sold him to this guy, and then he ended up, like, marrying her. Like, so she's happy. Yeah. And he's like, give me the name. And she's he's like, okay. It was really simple. It really wasn't like I feel like this was kind of meant to be met, like very like a cathartic, not cathartic, but like a re-stimulating. Right? He's coming yeah. back to this place where he was owned yeah. by a man who, honestly, as far as slavery, quote unquote, is depicted, it's he's treated, he's given a home. Yeah, it was it. It's indentured servitude. It sounds really bad. Yeah. It's like it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but like. As far as it could have been on that planet, it was pretty good. Yeah. He wasn't in the endobellum cell. No. Um, and so he meets this man and Lars. And this is the classic... The, this is the Lars homestead that will play a role later and much later down the road. Lars. His name's Lars. Uh, and he meets his half-brother or step-brother, mm-hmm. Owen Lars. Owen Lars. And his uh, wife, uh, Baru, uh, who, again, will play a role later down the, down mm-hmm. the road. Uh, and so he's like, so what's the dance? Like, well, he's like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, oh, he's like, your mom. We let your mom go out close to dusk. Yeah, like, it was like we let her go walking out in Compton alone. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good idea. Like, yeah, and so he's like, oh, and then like, Tatooine, I think, is meant to be kind of like the old west. Yes, like this, 100%. this very like. And so he's like, oh, we got a posse together, and we went after these people, and. Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, like, four of us came back. And he's like, God damn it, couldn't go because my leg. And he's, like, floating in this, like, floating wheelchair with the stump of the leg. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and so Anakin's like, well, where the fuck, like, why the fuck didn't she go out? Like, he's about to, like, kill people. Yeah. A hundred percent. He's like, if my mom is not okay, we were going to have a lot of problems. problems. 
And so he's like, maybe you could find her. And so obviously being a Jedi, he's like, mm, he can sense her. Yeah. Takes off. And yeah, this really, it's it's this cool pre-scene. Like a like a setting up, right? Like a yeah for the future of him riding and the sun's hitting him, and it's and, it, and, it's, and the music's playing. And you're like, oh, this is this is like a little mixture of like Easy Rider, but you can see there's some like there's a darkness. Yeah, it's like, really good. Yeah, it's a re- we're talk about cinematography. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good shot. Good, it was a good wide shot, it was a good real robot. Yeah. yeah. But you, you're like, okay, and this is a man with, with it. And you can see, and it's cool because it's cut in half and dark, mm. half and light. And you can see, like, oh, what's... The symbolism! <laughs> what's going to happen here? <laughs> and so so she was taken by the Tusken Raiders. And the Tusken Raiders are natives to Tatooine. And the they, sand people. I, they're called the sand people. <laughs> Not our words. <laughs> Slave one can't yeah. stand the sand people. <laughs> And they're nomadic. Uh, they're they're very symbolic of nomadic tribes, and they like fuck up these homesteads sometimes, and they pillage and. In in the lore, is it ever confirmed? Because for those who don't know, some people wear like these very like iconic masks. Yeah, they wear like like these like like almost like paper mache masks mm-hmm. that okay. have like like goggles and like a breather. And they make like just like these weird like screaming noises. Yeah. And is it ever confirmed what they look like underneath? Uh, yes. In one of the comics that isn't considered canon anymore, but basically imagine that same face just without the bandages on and like leathery skin. Okay. So that's kind of what. Yeah, we'll we'll take a yeah, gander. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a gander. But yeah, it. so just kind of what. And so they talk in these really deep, like it's almost like monkey kind of sounds. That's how yeah. they communicate to each other. Um. But yeah, they don't. They're, they're nomadic. If you enter their path, they kind of will usually attack you, and they take your shit. They're not portrayed as good people to meet no, in a dark just, alley. Yeah, just straight monsters. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Anakin gets her and he finds his mom. He finds his mom. And if you thought as a slave she wasn't tortured, she was very much tortured in this case. She They have her up against like a, like those like racks Ra- that yeah. they hang you from. Like those torture racks. And she's just like tied to it. Yeah. Just like beating the shit. And Anakin's like, what the fuck is going on here? And they never really classify why they took her or what they were doing. She just was, it was, it's like the stereotypical, like, well, La Daisy was out picking yeah. in the forest and the, yeah. the natives came. <laughs> Think along that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just look like, yeah. Just, re- just leathery dudes. Yeah. And, um, so he, he frees her and... It actually was kind of an emotional scene, like like watching it being older and like having you know like kind of establishing yeah. a connection with your family. And she's like, "Oh my god!" Like I got like her. She's like, "I get to see my baby boy, and as an adult, you're a grown man. My last. This is all I've ever, I've thought about you for the past ten years. This is all I've wanted to know. So no, she's like, just I want you to know I love you. And then she dies mm-hmm. in his arms. And going postal does not begin to describe no, what happened. This is this is a good scene, I think. This oh yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, so I think I think there's like a flame on in the tent and like half of his like three quarters of his face is just dark. Yeah. And you're like, this is a this man is gonna kill some people. Yeah. People will die. And he does. He yeah. murders Everybody. <laughs> he fucks them up. He so he walks out and they don't they have blasters and stuff, but they're they kind of establish that the Jedi, because they have actual martial training, yeah. are better than most. Everybody. Yeah. So he literally cuts a hole in this tent with his lights. It's on. He's. Yeah. This is it. Usually when lightsabers come on in these movies, it's someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. And he just, they show some dude. No, he like just stabs him in the back or something like yeah. that. 
and then they're like oh and they like assemble and all this stuff and they just like the scene ends with him just like cutting a dude in half yeah and then him like like and so but then it ends it cuts and what's a really cool scene that they added in later is you can hear Qui-Gon and I don't know if you saw this version no I've never yeah. seen this version okay so yeah so what they did is that they added Qui-Gon and as he's cutting them down you hear Qui-Gon go Anakin no and then so then they show Yoda responding to it oh that's so cool. Yoda can hear Qui-Gon responding to Anakin through the force and him striking the, like basically he's moving to the dark side yeah and so even Yoda's like, <laughs> a lot of a lot of Yoda is just like looking like he's having a small heart attack. He's feeling something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Mace Windu, Samuel Jackson shows up his Mace Windu. He's like, what's going on? And he's like, Anakin's not happy. No, yeah. He's, he's like, you could feel it in the force. He, this man is not okay right now. Yeah. But no one's like, let's check on him. No, they're just like, eh, he's a little. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll Especially since he's guarding this queen. Yeah. You think they'd be like, yo, dude, you okay? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. So he returns with his mom wrapped mm-hmm. up, and uh, your boy Lars. The boy Lars, yeah, boy Lars comes out, and <laughs> he is. They bury her, yeah. and it's that's also a good scene because I, th- I really think when they let him just like feel the things that he's supposed to feel instead of trying to like like what do I mean? like I'm right. I'm in conflict. And that's the problem with George's dialogue is instead of just like letting Anakin display emotion in a lot mm-hmm. of cases, it's him having to say, "I'm sad." Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Like he has to like he has to like explain it. Yeah. I'm just letting it. Show. And that's a big thing in film. Show don't tell. Yeah. And yeah, but that those those moments where he's allowed to be upset and really be upset. Yeah. He does really well. He does angry. Yeah, Hayden Christensen does angry well. <laughs> that was a bit. How would how would how do you do with anger? He's like, well, let me show. Anakin goes into the homestead and is, uh, and is processing. Mm-hmm. And again, talking about he begins to fix things, right? He is a very he's a very binary person. Yes. I can turn a robot on, I can turn it off. And so Padme is like, like, hey man, you lost your mom. Like you, yeah, how how you console somebody? Yeah. And he and I think the thing too with Anakin is when he does bad, he's aware of it. He mm-hmm. understands. He's like, I shouldn't have done that, yeah. which is a big thing. And he tells her, he's like, I attack. I he's like, I killed people. And she's like, well, I, she's like, Padme's like, I get it. Like, yeah. they killed your mom. You know, maybe you just killed some of them. Some of them. Yeah. And he's like, no. And, the, and he's like, full tears. Yeah. Full tilt, anger, tears. He's like, I killed them. Like animals. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah. And he's like, and not just the men. The women and the children, too. And she just, like, looks at him. Yeah, he genocided a whole... Yeah, no, he, yeah, he killed an entire, like, tribe of these yeah. people. They're dead. They're yeah. gone. And she's like, well, she rolls with it. She really does, which I feel like, and like, <laughs> I've talked about it with my girlfriend, who's a big Star Wars fan too. I'm like, that's a red flag. Yeah. Right. They're just like, I get killing one. Like that sounds bad too. No, it's like in that fit of anger, you could be like, okay, his mom just died in his arms. Who tortured my mom? It. You lost it. Killed yeah. him. Right that off. No, he's aware. He's yeah, like, he I, I went for the blood. Children yeah. and the women and yeah. the. And, yeah. and the dogs. And the do- no, he kills the dogs. Yeah, he, he, kill- the dogs. he kills everything. Yeah, he he. No one walks out of this okay. And like, you kind of justify because the Tuscan Raiders are never shown as having any kind of like yeah. personality beyond like they are the savages. They're of, like orcs, yeah, essentially. But the fact that they're in, and they do show a brief shot of like a female Tuscan Raider with like a, a child. Yeah, and you're kind of like, oh, they're uh, tribal people. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. 
But no, yeah, he's like, I butchered all of them. And yeah. she kind of like, it's like, well, it happened. It happens to the best of us, Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's big. Not that not that big a thing, but you know, we're going to work past it. Yeah. I love you. It happened 30 minutes ago. You're fine. <laughs> and he does show remorse for doing it. You're yeah. right. He's crying and he's... But. And again, the biggest symbol, the biggest thing for Anakin is that he doesn't... He is asking people how to, how do I process my emotions? Mm-hmm. And his answer he gets is suck it up. Mm-hmm. Push them down. Oppress, suppress your emotions. And it's obviously not working. Right. And no one has been like... Hey, you need a hug. Like just a quick one, and so that's why he feels peace with Padme because he's like you. You literally see me at two of my worst moments. One is me being owned by a person, Mm -hmm. and the other one is the death of my mother. Yeah, like you are my. They uh, get a distress signal from Obi Wan, so Obi Wan is reported back and is like, "Hey, I need to get." So basically, what he had is a geonosis. Mm -hmm. He has to ping people, ping a message from one planet to another to get it to the Jedi. Right. And while he, so he pings them, and then but so one of the things is so he basically like Google searches he like geolocates them and he's like oh they're on tattooing that's strange yeah no one's like they shouldn't be there yeah he's like they shouldn't be on this planet so he talks to them and so he's like hey we're ping this back Count Dooku is a member of the Separatists uh, so Count Dooku is like this boogeyman that has existed and so he's a very prominent politician and he was a former Jedi, Jedi. and he's the one who's been rallying these separatists. Mm-hmm. And it, basically, Obi Wan discovers that they are. Yeah. He is. He truly is. Because they've been accusing him, but no one has had evidence. But now they have hardcore evidence. Yeah. And uh, so they ping it. And then Anakin's like, "Well, fuck! I just lost him. I just lost my mom. Obi Wan's in trouble." Yeah. And I think at the end of the message, it shows him being like attacked. Yeah. So Anakin's like, "We gotta fucking go. We're not losing him." And Padme's like, "This fucking." Fucking, and then they eventually get caught by Jango Fett, and so then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna execute you." Meanwhile, Obi Wan has been captured as well, and he's being held prisoner. And Count Dooku comes out, and Obi Wan's like, "I always knew it was you." Well, it's Christopher Lee. You yeah, I get a more villainous person no. in the world. Um, yeah, so he comes out, and obviously, great gravitas with his voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was you, yeah. And he tells Obi Wan, "Hey, the Senate." Is actually under the control of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. He's a Sith Lord named Darth Sidious. You guys did not when you killed him, the first guy, that wasn't the the master. So he's still he's he's in he's in the politics. Yeah. Um but he's like, but we should join together and then we kill him and then we take over. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a classic Sith move. The yeah. Sith love the like, you, you got some juice. Why don't you help me? We'll kill the other guy, and then we get power, and then eventually the idea is that they'll eventually backstab each other. So here's my ignorance on this because I'm not sure. Count mm. Dooku, was he a Sith or was he... He is. He is. Mm. He, like his actual one. Yeah, so Count Dooku... So what usually what the Sith do is they have two names. They mm. have their Darth name mm-hmm. and then some of them will have their normal name. Their government name. Yeah, they're, yeah. And the reason why is because it allows them to work in and out of the shadows more efficiently. So they... People know him as Darth Tyrannus, which is a great, great name. Great name, but that is his Sith name. So when he when he works with like the Federation and stuff mm-hmm. like on a more evil level, he goes by Darth Tyrann- Tyrannus mm-hmm. because it helps play up this character. Right. It's a character he plays, and then Dooku is the politician who has been right. rallying star star systems to his thing. Now, what you discover later is that Dooku was a, was a Jedi. Um, he left the Jedi Order 
And so in the, the library, there's these busts of Jedi. Mm-hmm. And they're, I think they're called the Fallen Twelve. And it is every Jedi who has willingly left the Order mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And so they're known as like the Fallen Twelve because they left right. willingly. Most times you die. You right. get killed in service. And that's how you move on. Um, and Dooku was like... Kind of, so, and so there's actually this fun little lineage thing. So he tells Obi-Wan, you should join me. You... I trained Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon was my apprentice. And he was your master. So in reality, he's like, we're like family. Yeah. And he's like, Qui-Gon would have joined me. I'm your grandpa. Basically, yeah. yeah. And he makes a comment of it in either the Clone Wars show or the third boot, the third movie. They write mm-hmm. the book. And he mentions that he's like, well, I have a fondness for Obi-Wan because he's like my grandson. Yeah. He is the, I was the, the apprentice to my apprentice. Um, and so Obi-Wan's like, oh, Qui-Gon would never have joined you, blah, yeah. you know, the whole never. never yeah. And so he's like, well, no, like he explains that Qui-Gon had a very, like, bi- not, he didn't have a binary view of the world. He would do things that based off of what he felt was right at the time. Yeah. Never, oh, I have to stay good. He's like, if I got to break some arms, I'm going to break some arms. Right, because like, the Separatists never really, okay, we're doing great things obviously here, mm-hmm. but they didn't want like a bad thing overall. They just wanted to be... They literally wanted to succeed. Yeah, they just wanted to succeed. And yeah. They, yeah. Like, it was never like this grand evil scheme mm-hmm. to take over anything. They just wanted to be separate from the Republic. Yeah, that's kind of what the setup is. Yeah. Is that they just wanted to leave. And they're really... Basically, it turns into like, we just needed a reason to fight. Yeah. Say, you yeah, come yeah. to find out. Um, And that the Senate... The reason he's leading star system against them is because the Senate is corrupt. Right. Uh, star systems against them and uh, obviously obi-wan says no fuck you and they're like well you shall die old friend yeah. and he gets put in a pillar and he's like hanging in this pillar in the middle of the arena and he's yeah. gonna get eaten by an animal yeah um, very gladiatorial yeah it's very gladiatorial and so at this point this is when padme and anakin are being entered and before they leave padme introduces the or not introduces she never fully says that she's in love with him no. She says, like, there's a thing here between us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we fuck. I don't know. But, like, the love I have, you have for me does not... We're not at the same level. Very friends with benefits energy. Yeah. yeah. And she reveals before she goes that she is in love with him. Mm-hmm. And this, that before I die, I want you to know that I have loved you. And then it gets a little weird because she's kind of like, I've always, I've always loved you. And it's like, he was a child. Nine, yeah. yeah, it was weird. Um, But... This is where the story... This is when everyone talks about the end saving the movie. This is the end. This is it. This is the arena fight. Um, They're placed in this arena. Uh, Basically, Cap Dooku's like, yo, you guys fucked up? Yeah. We gotta kill you. Sorry about that, fam. It's, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's nothing personal. You just... Statements have to be made. Yeah. And uh, they let out these animals. And so there's three kinds. One's called like an acolyte. And that's the big one. Mm-hmm. With the little the pincer feet, yep. And then I forget what the other two are, but one is like a basically a bull and a rhino put together, mm-hmm. and the other one is like the world's evilest like cat. Yep. And so then they so they're all tied to pillars, like chained to pillars. And now it's how do we fuck do we get out? Now one of the cool things, like I said, Padme has always been depicted as a woman who is like, I'm gonna solve the problem. Mm-hmm. I will solve it whether and that's the thing that happens in the show the Clone Wars cartoon show she's constantly like Anakin in reality I don't need you right I will figure it out myself you just happen to kind of help right I'll figure it out so yeah so literally she like picks her way out by herself mm-hmm. she just picks her locks and just like starts climbing 
right? And so Anakin, so Obi-Wan's like, you, Anakin, you dipshit. Now we're all going to die. Yeah. And Anakin's like, I didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah, I was trying. Yeah, they're like <laughs> arguing while they're about to die. As someone who has said I'm sorry a lot, like they're their parents, like he has a very like, I'm sorry, master. <laughs> I'm sorry, master. I thought I could do better. That's, no, that's straight it's, up it's, how yeah. he says it. I'm sorry, sorry. master. Um, and so basically they end up getting free. I think Obi-Wan lets his big monster, like, it cuts the chains on accident. And then Anakin's, it just runs into the pillar and knocks it over. And he's like, I'm free! Yeah. Then Anakin, like, tames this beast. So that's one of the things, too, with the Force. You can, like, kind of control motions. And so yeah. he tames kind of like, hey, whoa. Easy. He turns yeah. into Chris Pratt in the Jurassic World. He does easy. That's straight what he does. Easy. Yeah. And then he jumps on it. And then he just rides it around. And he's just hitting things. With it. Meanwhile, poor Padme's like trying to fight this cat that has like a yeah, has like a ten foot vertical, and she's just like, oh, I'm on this pillar. You can't, and she's like chain whipping it. It's she's like ah, and the Jedi are like, ooh, Jedi powers. Ah, it's so easy for us. They're not helping her. (laughs) And then Anakin does, and Anakin hits the fuck out of this cat thing with. Imagine a bull just clean shotting you in the chest, and you're like, that thing died. 100% 100% is dead. And I think it like hits it again and you're like, yeah, it's dead. And so, so she jumps on and she gives him a kiss. We're like, oh, bald, here we are in public. Oh, Oh, yeah. God, now they're just, just going to have lead right the fuck. That's how babies are made. Which Obi-Wan doesn't see, no. apparently. Well, he is being attacked by... Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> he was preoccupied. Yeah. Um, and then eventually, the Jedi, they start to win. They're mm-hmm. winning their fight. And the, the, the guy from the first movie, Newt Gunray... It's like, oh, she cannot win. Jingle! Yeah. Kill her. He says something, I pull her. Yeah, and Jingle's like, all right, here we go. He pulls out the Glock. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucking... It's high noon. Yeah, it's high noon. And then enter Mace Windu. Uh, pulls out a lightsaber and holds it to Count Dooku's throat. And legit, in the most, Samuel Jackson goes, this party's over. <laughs> He was coming straight from the Clinton territory. <laughs> Just fucking, yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. And Duke was like, mm, oh, yes, the Jedi have arrived. Uh, how? You were fo- you were too late, the you foolish Jedi. The super battle droids start popping up because they're all in the crowd. Yeah, so then they start shooting. And so there's a really, there's a really badass scene. Mace Windu's like deflecting the bolts. And then Jango's like, flamethrower. Yeah. And so Mace Windu does this like flying backflip. Fucking very mysterious. would be proud. Yeah. And he, like, throws his robe off in midair. It's a, it's a fucking cool scene. Yeah. And he just, like, lands it. Superhero landing. Boom. And then, so, as he says that, though, as his lightsaber turns on, all the arena starts to light up, right? Just, just, yeah. All the Jedi are here. And it's pretty... It's, 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 a, it's like... It was Avengers Assemble before Avengers Assemble right. happened. Like, yeah. Because we always... We're, like, the Jedi were hyped up as these elite warriors. And you're like, oh, they're all here now. It's happening. Yeah, you'd only ever seen one or two at a time. Yeah, no, this is it. Big... The, everyone, yeah. It's happening. And uh, they start to fight. And they murder the fuck out of each other. They're killing droids. The droids are killing some of them. Uh, this Jedi thinks he's, he tries to get the drop on uh, Count Dooku. Fucking made, uh, Django just pops him in the face. Yeah. He's like, I got him. And then Django literally shoots him off the fucking ledge of the thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah, like, ah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, cool I think they show him like he land, too. He just yeah, like, hits. Not- you're like, oh, shit. And then he does like his little gun, the gunslinger thing. Mm-hmm. And like, uh holsters it you're like oh god Django's so fucking cool and then Django's like it's time for me and so he has a jetpack it's yeah goes in there 
and he ends up fighting Mace Windu. Um, and obviously, so w- one of the things you find out with Mace Windu is his unique force ability is he can see what's called shatter points. And essentially, it's like the key moment, right? So like when we, we watch sports, you can feel the momentum shift. Yeah. And he goes, that thing, that person, that moment, this is the moment where if we hit this, it all turns yeah. to us. And um, and that's his unique ability. No one else can do this. Right. Only Mace Windu. He doesn't understand why. And so him and Django begin to square off. I say this to make Mace Windu sound cooler because this fight kind of goes fast. Yeah. Basically, they fight. They kick away like Django's gun. He dives to go get it, picks it up, shoots it. Mace Windu's deflecting bolts, and it just fucking just cuts his head off. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, cuts his head off. Not only that, but his son, well, I guess his clone, his son Boba, watches him die. Yeah. And you just watch his head roll. Mm. In and in fact, if you rewatch it. The newer versions, you see his head, and his see, head flies yeah. out yeah. of the helmet, and the helmet just rolls, rolls in front of his son, and like it's like a smoking thing, and he just crumples. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the droids are just like, we know no fear, we know no pain. Yeah, they're just going in. Yeah. The super battle droids are cool. Yeah. Too. So there's these big blue gold, like blue silver, and they shoot from like their wrists, yeah. and they have like more improved armor. Yeah. And they're just fucking the Jedi up, and eventually, I think they said like twenty make it out. Yeah. So they come in with about 200, 100, uh, 20, 20 to 40 make out, make yeah. it out. Um, and they're like, fuck. And so Count Dooku does this classic, you know, oh, some you of are, you, yeah. some of you may die. <laughs> you are losing. <laughs> and he's like, he's basically like, kneel or die. Yeah. Is where we're at. And uh, they have some cool scenes, though. They have a cool scene with Mace Wind and Obi Wan back to back, and they're fighting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And then someone goes, look! I think it's Padme. She's like, look! And then you just... The music kicks up. The music's so fucking great. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, these like drop ships start dropping, come dropping in. Yeah. And the clones have arrived. And Yoda's just in the middle of these clones just fucking gadding people. And he's like, around the, the survivors! Around the... we create! Yeah. And so they're just like sitting in this... And it's cool because you're watching the clones like, this is it. This is literally what they were trained to do. And they're just fucking doing their shit. And they're going off, and it's fucking cool. So everyone's just like deflecting and like yeah. jumping onto the ships, and they're taking off. And they have this, the sound, like the sound design for like a lot of the engines cool. is always really has always been really cool in Star yeah. Wars. So they make this weird like humming sound as they like, mm-hmm. and as they fly off. And so they're just they're like it's all full scale, full full total war at this yeah. point. And um, what you don't know is while this is happening, like Black Ops. Command clones are coming, kind of going in and like yeah. blowing up ships and stuff like that. And that's where you get the Republic Commandos, which is a video game that is really good. If you ever get the chance, Republic Commando ties in. It start it starts with the Battle of Geonosis, yeah. and there's a book series called Republic Commando that is not considered canon anymore, but it tells the story of four clones who lost their whole squads and are now survivors of the Battle of Geonosis and are put together. Um, and it talk and it's like it's it's like a Tom Clancy it's like if you like Tom Clancy novels and Star Wars you'll love it yeah um so yeah so that's what's going on so the, basically the clones are leading full scale revolt mm. uh, Dooku has escaped he has reached uh, his like lair and he talks to his master Darth Sidious and he's they're like we cannot let them get our plans and it's this giant orb known as the Death Star yeah. which plays a giant which is key to the whole yeah yeah 
which we'll get to uh, later. But yeah, the Death Star is hinted, which is a key mm-hmm. weapon in Star Wars. And he's like, I will take these to my master in Coruscant. And he takes off. And they find, they just find him. They're like, oh shit. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Follow him. <laughs> go, go, go. Here's $20. Follow, follow that car. Follow that man, yeah. And uh, so they're going. And I think that the thing that they've always done, they've always done like air battles really well. Yeah. And so they're getting like flat cannons. And so it shows them blowing up, right? And you lose they right. die, die, die. And so they're like getting flat cannoned. And they just like hang. And I'm like, this doesn't feel safe. They just no. are hanging well, side, with yeah. an open bay doors and like flying at like at least two, three hundred miles an hour. Ships, yeah. And they're just getting shot at. And uh, uh, they get hit and a clone and uh, Padme fall off. Mm-hmm. And Anakin just like fucking freaks. Turn the ship around! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Dead it around! That's what he says. Dead it around! Okay. Oh, he was like, Obi-Wan, you Anakin, you must re- you, like, suppress your feelings! Yeah, he's just screaming. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> She's dead! Yeah, you killed her! <laughs> I will fucking kill everyone on this planet! <laughs> so help me God! He fucking loses. It's so funny. And Obi-Wan's like, Anakin, I need your help! We can take Dooku! Yeah, together! <laughs> we can take him! Yeah. But I need you. You cannot. Yeah. Do you imagine if it was iPad May? What would she do in your position? She's like, he's like, she would do her duty. <laughs> it was almost like, fine, fuck, damn, Padme and her need to be good. And eventually, they they run into Dooku, and Dooku's like, oh yes, they have come to challenge me. Mm-hmm. And so Dooku's thing, um, which you come to discover about the Jedi later in the books, is that they have developed martial arts styles. Mm-hmm. They have so- lightsaber combat styles. And Dooku's is what's called Form 2, which is essentially dueling. Mm-hmm. He is like, me and you fight, I'm going to kill you. Right. That is how we do this. So there's certain styles that are more defensive, that are more about like using mobility, mm-hmm. not really trying to be... A, like Killing is not the end goal. But no, 2 is... We're going to duel and I'm going to fucking stab you. And he has like a special lightsaber that's designed for dueling. It's like a rapier. Like, oh. And Obi-Wan's like, all right, Anakin, we got this. Well, you go left, I go right. And Anakin goes, we go now. And he just ungabungas in. Yeah. And he's like, ah. And I think he like electrocutes his ass. He does, yeah. He does it with force lightning. Yeah, so force lightning is like the the dark side power. Mm -hmm. That's like, oh, he did it. He's evil. Yeah. But yeah, you just literally shoot lightning out of your hands. And Anakin just yeeted into a fucking wall. <laughs> Smoking. Obi-Wan's like, fuck. Obi-Wan tries to fight him. And then, like, you see what he does is he kind of takes him apart. He, like, taps him on the shoulder, right? Yeah. So imagine, like, and you think, oh, he's, like, tapping him. But, like, imagine being tapped by, like, a superheated plasma yeah. weapon. Just, t- t- uh, like, yeah. And he just, like, goes down. <laughs> Got him in the knees. Like, fuck. Yeah, no, he does, yeah. Does the evil monologue? Oh, I have defeated you, and yeah. and then Anakin's like, "I'm back, bitches!" And so everyone throws him his lightsaber, and then Anakin cuts the power, and there's this real cool scene with like, when they're fighting in the dark, dark yeah. and so like you just see the lights coming over their faces, and you just hear like the hums and shit, and then fucking Anakin gets his arm cut off. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, he goes ah, and then he just like. Whoosh. And like force pushes yeah. him against the wall. No, yeah, he just lands next yeah, no, to no, Obi Wan. No, 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 Duke flat out just wins. <laughs> You're like, oh, the bad guy wins. Yeah, this is it. And then you hear this little stick <laughs> coming in, and it is Yoda. He has arrived, and uh, so Yoda, if we didn't know to talk about in the first one, is the Grand Master of the Jedi. He's it. He's old man Sifu. Yeah. 
and you find out that Yoda can throw hands. And so with Yoda's thing, so Yoda has developed a version. So you find so Qui Gon and Yoda actually fight in the same style form. Yeah. Yoda uses the hopping though, mm-hmm. like uh, so he hops when he fights. Yeah. it's like he's like Spider Man, bounces off the wall, throws, jumps at you, yeah. dun dun, jumps, backflip. All this shit, and so this, I giggled like a psychopath. It's I'm like, funny. It's fun. It's it's so absurdly quick. He's it's making noises. He's like, oh, oh. oh like, yeah. Imagine oh, Kermit. Yeah. Like Kermit the Frog is like, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Just, just, ah. yeah just, it's so quick. I mean, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it's super fucking cool yeah. now. But in the, and I think he like yells. He has like a battle. He was like, eight year old me fucking rolled I was I was giggling so fucking hard it's funny it is and then some dude in the back was like shut the fuck up I'm like oh, <laughs> oh. That, that was his life bro that you was it at him. yep I'm sorry I'm sorry man if you ever happen to listen to this um they get yeah uh and uh, Dooku classic villain move is like I need a distraction mm-hmm. so he like Grabs a pill and he's like, "Oh, you gonna fucking kill Obi Wan and Anakin? What, yeah, are, you, like, what are you gonna do, <laughs> Yugi boy? You gonna try? You gonna try go after me, Yoda? Or you gonna save your friend? <laughs> what will you do now, Batman? Starts twirling his mustache. He was losing, yeah. Because Dooku, Yoda's old, yeah, but Dooku is a human yeah. and is old, old too. Um, and so he obviously saves Obi Wan and Anakin." Yeah. Duke is like, Mwah! Yeah. yeah, and then that's it. That's the, they don't land the planes like, like for me telling this, like it, they don't land it well. They don't go like, well, that was it. Everyone yeah. kind of just bandaged themselves. Like, There's up. a war now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Yoda does. Oh, the begun the wars have, and then it goes down. And meanwhile, they're like, where's Anakin? Oh, he's taking Padme home, and every, you know, everyone's like, uh oh. No, like, we all know. Uh oh. Yeah, like, they uh-oh. get married. Yeah, that's how it ends. Cool robot. Yeah. Yeah, his gold yeah. arm. Yeah, they get married, and only C three PO and R two D two are there. Legally, witnesses. The yeah. two witnesses that you need are like, droids. They never bring this shit up. <laughs> they had all this information. Oh my on, god. And they never talk about it <laughs> at all. No one ever looks at like, hey, her robot might know some shit. C-3PO, you think, would be telling all the... He just keeps his secret to the grave. Yeah, to the grave. Which is funny, because in the late... He shows up in the last... Mm-hmm. The four, five, and six movies, and he... It just talks. Mm-hmm. That's his, like, bit, is he just won't talks. shut the fuck up. Yeah. They tell him, shut the fuck up. And he won't say anything, like... Because you think when he's seen Darth Vader, he'd be like, oh. Yeah, well... That is a good segue to that us. That is a very good that segue. That is a good segue because we will talk about the, how that all connects in episode three. Oh, I, I knew it the whole time. The <laughs> but yes, they get married and their forbidden love begins. And that is the beginning of what is known as the Clone Wars. Um, and with that, thank you everybody for joining us. Yes, for thank our, you. For, thank you for gathering around the fire and listening to our uh, Lori Time episode of The Attack of the Clones. Next episode will be episode three. The Revenge Return. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> we watched the movie. But I swear to God, I've yeah. seen this before. It is Revenge of the Sith. I have once, once again been your host, Daniel. How's that? May the Force be with all of you.